0: What I learned from mom and dad about God. And when you're little, you know, you grow up and you think mom and dad, they're practically like God. You know, they, they're, they're kings and queens, they, they have all the uh, money and power and everything. My little kids, would say, uh, somebody came to the door and said, Where's your daddy? Oh, he went to the bank to buy some money. <laughs> Which is true, if, when interest rates are really high, you're really buying money. It's, it's very expensive. But you think they, you know, I thought, oh, I want more ice cream and candy, and they can eat all they want. And they have all the money that they want, but they're kind of chintzy, you know, they won't give it to you, (laughs) all right? And you have to share and do stuff like that. It's no fun. And uh, so we try to coax them to get more money. And... And stuff, but um, you know, it's sort of when you start out as a Christian, you go like, okay, God has all the money he wants, and he can do anything he wants, and he should, you know, give me more stuff <laughs> and make life easier for me. And you're grateful, you know, for your parents and God to protect you and provide for you and all that, but you always want more. And you pray for more. And like I said, you know, with Ducky, you know, if more doesn't come, then you start going like, yeah, God's being a little chintzy with me. Right. And I've been praying hard and going to church and doing being trying to be good, you know, but uh, I deserve more and he doesn't give me more so you start getting mad at god but that's not really right so you try to try to you know hide that you're not mad at god but it's hard it's really hard and then you realize then your parent, you grow up and your parents aren't perfect what's that <laughs> you know they believe in god and they tell you to be good but sometimes they're not good What's going on, you know? (laughs) And so that's the time of disillusionment. And with God, too. You know, you go like, well, God's all powerful, right? He can do whatever he wants. And uh, he's supposed to be loving, right? So if he really loves me, he'll answer my prayers, whatever it is, you know? Give me more candy or give me a better job or give me a better wife. I mean, no, Uh, give me a better life not a better wife, a better life, (laughs) right? Make her better, better. better. right? (laughs) So that, well, definitely, yeah. Uh, Yeah, but don't make me better, it might hurt. Uh, So then you realize, okay, Dad's not perfect. Sorry, Dad, I used to think you were perfect. And you have a disillusionment. But you know something that helped me? Dad said... And he told this to others, too. He said, if you see anything good in me, thank God. If you see anything bad in me, blame me. <laughs> I thought, that's good. That's so good. It, it's sort of the idea of, uh, of people say, oh, look at these Christian countries that are warring against each other. It's, it's horrible. It's a, it's a disgrace. But in one sense, if Christ were not working among them and the non-Christian countries, mind you, Christ is there too. They would be a whole lot worse. And it's the same with us. I am not very good at all. But I would be a whole lot worse if I didn't have the Lord. Now, honey, don't say amen, okay? Just say <laughs> quiet. She knows me. And so the same thing with, uh, with dad and mom, you know, even though they weren't perfect, I realized. Well, how about God? He's supposed to be perfect. So why doesn't he answer my prayer? If he's so loving, why is there all this evil around? It's, a, it's as Mark, professor of philosophy knows, it's the problem of theodicy. Right, theodike, to justify God. Yeah, why doesn't, and this is something that you will come up with over and over again. Non-Christians love to use it. Oh, you're Christian, yeah. How come all these babies are being, what did they do wrong, okay? What are you gonna tell them? You're gonna tell them. You gotta have something. You can't just say, oh, just take it on faith. You've got to have an answer. Always have an answer, ready answer, you know. And there it's not an easy problem. And you can say, well, we'll find out when we get to heaven. But you have to realize that in this world, yes, God is sovereign, okay? But not everything that happens on earth is his will. That's why he has taught us to pray, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Right? Absolutely. God didn't will the Holocaust, no. That was sin, that was man. Mm -hmm. That was the devil, pure and evil. We are on earth and we are on a battlefield. Mm -hmm. All right, and if I'm a soldier trunching along and I stub my toe, do I yell at the general? See, this is supposed to be an easy life. You're supposed to make it nice for me. Where's the club med? You know, the grapes and the, you know, palm flans and all that stuff. We get mad at God. This is supposed to be heaven, we think, you see, and we get all mad at him because he didn't make it easy for me. Th- this world is not heaven yet. Now, I will grant it to the atheists and those who are against me, If there were no heaven, if this was it, you know, you have a tough life and then you die. That is not fair. I would be mad at God too. That would be no good. But if you're looking at all of eternity, it's so long, and it's just a blink of an eye the time we're here, then it's okay. We can do gaman, as they say in Japan, you know, hang in there for a little bit longer. And I think I learned that from my parents too, is that no matter what hardship comes, you hang in there mm-hmm. and never give up mm-hmm. until the end. Mm-hmm. And that was good to know. And mom would always have that in her uh, heart as she was praying, because she was a prayer warrior, mm-hmm. as well as dad too. Yeah. still is. Yeah. People would come to her, you know, because they knew they wouldn't be condemned and they'd be encouraged, but also she would pray and that her prayers would be answered. And we realized, too, because God was just as real as the air you breathe, and you could talk about him, and it wasn't just a Sunday thing. And you lose something, you pray to God, and he would help you find it. I remember once, uh, who likes football here, all right, watching football? Well, we were playing football on the front lawn with my cousins out in Iowa. And I went out for a long pass and I caught it, but then I lost my ring, my wedding ring. Flying. And mom comes out and says, Okay, kids, time to come in for dinner. And I go, Mom, I lost my wedding ring. And it's tall grass. It wasn't nicely mowed, you know, it was a like that. So good luck finding it. And I said, I lost it right around here. She said, Oh, let's pray. So she prayed. And uh, I said, okay, now let's start looking. Mom said, just a minute. (laughs) No. I'm not kidding you. She went this far. And she came over here. Here's your ring. I am not kidding you. It was just like would I have ever found it? No. It's amazing. That's just one story. I could go story after story about, you know, Oh, God answered prayers, just like beyond mm-hmm. a... Yeah. That reminds, me of the story when you were, that reminds me of the story when you were trying to find your passport. Oh. like, please help me find my passport. Amen. Amen.
1: Yes, <laughs> absolutely.
0: The next day, I was supposed to go to Japan. I mean, I was in Japan. I was supposed to go to the States. I looked all over the house. Sarah, about this high, she says, Daddy, did you remember to pray? Oh forgot (laughs) so I said okay kid let's turn around this is wasting valuable no I didn't you know let's make a circle and pray and so we did so help daddy find his passport amen and you know like those TJ bags they double bag it so that you know it had slipped in between the two bags I would have never found it and my hand and I said amen boom went right down and hit the passport amen boom there it is you know, God does, he loves, he has a sense of humor. You know, I was just thinking about this sermon, I was driving, just the other day we came up to a place, I wanted a close place to park, and I just had this prompt, pray. Yeah, right, pray for a parking, isn't that kind of uh, illegal, you know? Like yesterday, Mark was watching the the game, we were watching the, the Notre Dame game with Mark, you know, and Miriam starts praying. What is that? Miriam, don't you realize that's illegal? That's 10 yards against you if they discover. Yeah, 10 they yards. Discover. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. But, yeah, she prayed. and Her prayers weren't very effective. Yeah. <laughs> they lost. But here, okay, so I just had the little prompting Pray, yeah, oh, that's stupid. But I said, okay, Lord, help me find a good parking list. And I found one, it was great. Someone stole it. Oh, Lord, that didn't work very well, did it? And I keep going. And someone pulls out just as I come there. It was the best parking spot. It was right where I had to unload mom and dad. It was like, God says, okay, <laughs> you don't think I can do anything? He's just laughing at us, you know. Yeah, just to give us a little boost. Uh, and 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 over and over, that was it. But I think finally, the most important thing was that I realized from mom and dad, they weren't just worshiping God so that you know, good, good parking spots, you know? No. There's much more than that. That it was Jesus himself. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And what is the kingdom of God? It's Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That is your pearl of great price. That is your best treasure. And to seek him and to be close to him, to love him and enjoy him. Like I was telling Paul, what fun is religion if you don't have Jesus? It's just boring. (laughs) It's just obligations, right? And that's what I learned from mom and dad, that he is the one that we are looking for. We're not using him to get stuff, letting him use us to love him and to help others. Amen. Miriam?